very juncture. It's quite weird. Like, it's either you want me to sound natural or you want me to sound upbeat. The second coming. Sounds of our time. This is some sinister sh nonsense. This is the new anthem for 2004. I changed the sound of urban radio to the thanks I get. Backstabbing, deep fighting, both shitting. Fuck it. Official war song. Y'all still can touch nonsense. Go, go hammer, go hammer, go hammer. Last one. Hey guys, how you doing? It's your girl O'Connore and we're back with another episode of what? The Boga Podcast. <laughs> We've sort of been all over the place and so in some episodes you guys have had um, MB with Boga Full Moon. In some episodes you've just had me. But today you've got MB and you have me and today we're going to talk about something a little juicy. A little exciting because I know you guys in Accra and Kassan, all you people know is a drama. All you guys know is dating yourselves. So, this subject will be right up your street. But before that, I just want to give a big shout out to our producer, um, Kwame Asante. We love you, Kwame. Um, but then also a big shout out to GCR as well for hosting this podcast of ours and making all of this possible. Okay, so let's get right into it. Shade, what's up now, you know? I mean, you've just been kind of down. Is it because of that same guy? Like, what's happening? Girl, ugh, after we broke up, I've just been a little... I don't know, you know how I feel now. He said he was going to call me when he was back in town. It's been three weeks now. I haven't heard from him. I don't know if I should text. Like, I honestly don't know what to do. I mean, I know this is over and I might as well forget about him. But mm-hmm. I really, like, this this connection. My body just tingles. Oh, Your body I think is about tingling him. for the D. What you need <laughs> is proper D. Shotigo, get out there and get you some jump off D. Do you understand? Uh, Something to take your I, mind I, off I of this lie. guy. I've had some jump Pop D, that was good. I still think about him, yo. What? Yes. He got you sprung. He got me sprung. He got your nose wide open. He got my nose wide open. <laughs> he got your nose wide open. Yes, I okay. promise you. Like, I thought that getting that dick would be, like, I promise you, this dick is good dick. Like, it's like fucking top show fucking dick. This spirit's dick. This, no, this other dick. I haven't even fucked fucking spirit dick. You haven't? No. And you in love? Right. So, today's topic is dating okay but not just dating but the differences between dating at home where home is ghana um and abroad obviously because it's just me and mb today we're going to be talking about mostly our experiences in ghana and yeah basically (laughs) mb 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 cannot wait to get on your necks okay she can't wait i've been waiting for this (laughs) so I can't I can't wait to hear what you've got to say. So basically, um let's get right into it and start talking about um bad experiences. Let's start with that because I know that that's what everybody wants to hear. So which one do you think is worse? Dating in Ghana or dating abroad? Um, you know what? And it's hard to say only because 
my boyfriend now is British, mm. but apart okay. from him, like him aside, uh-huh. dating in Ghana any day. Really? Like 100%. One, like 100%. Dating in the UK wow, is what the makes ghetto. Well, I agree, but what makes you say so? <laughs> I feel like men in London, they're, they're, mm. they're just... Hmm. Fair, to be fair, I also date Nigerians, by the way, because uh, men in London... Also like, do I. Okay, for, okay, welcome to that club. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, guys that are Ghanaian in London, we just don't click well. Apparently, I'm too much mm. for them. I'm, like... They like humble mm. like people that are very like soft and they can you know like direct around, mm. but but mm. it's not me. Um, so I've always yeah. dated Nigerians more. But I feel like even still, they're very like prideful like British men in general as opposed to Ghanaians. Mm. Um, they they calculate mm. everything. You want to calculate talking stage eight months. Then I must do this two weeks. Like wow. they they don't like yeah. these are the things that they want to discuss as opposed to just like going with it and seeing how things go. That's how I feel. Whereas Ghanaian, mm. but also Ghanaians are too fast. I'll say that they want to marry you in one week. So <laughs> you know. Well, to be fair, to be fair to their defense, they're lying. Oh no, we know that. So <laughs> okay. why are you even saying it? <laughs> just let me be. <laughs> In their defense, Ghanaian men will tell you they want to marry you in a week, but they're definitely lionesses. Um, do you have any, like, worst dating horror stories? Either way, like, maybe, like, dating somebody in Ghana or dating somebody in England. Like, what's your worst experience Ooh. dating a Ghanaian boy? Do you have to be Ghanaian? It can be, like, a first date story. Oh, but then he has uh, to be Ghanaian. Yeah. Oh, yeah, preferably. Oh no! You know what? Like, I think the you dates think I've had in Ghana—not that they're many, by mm. the way, guys—but um, mm. they've been fine. Okay. Like, do yeah. I like the men now? Been, Maybe been... not, but the dates were fine. Right. Right. Okay. So, on my on my part, I can't wait I'm a little this. bit older than MB. So, <laughs> Obviously, I'm a little bit older than MB, so I have a little bit more experience, mm. you know, in the in the dating department. And yeah, Ghanaian boys in in the UK are bottom barrel. If you like, come and beat me. My house is in Hatcho. Come and beat me, okay? Um, like I feel like anything is the bottomest of the barrel is Ghanaian boys in Mitcham. I don't know what it is in the water in the water in Mitcham. But if you're a Ghanaian boy and I'm talking to you and you tell me that, oh, yeah, I li- I'm from South. Okay, South where? Mitchum. That's it. I'm cutting the call. I don't care. Like, I'm blocking you on the spot because I cannot. I cannot. And the thing is, I feel like for some reason, um, there seems to be, like, this whole community. And the funny thing is that they all seem to have, like, certain things in common. Like, they're all, they all went to Premper College, which is, like, a high school in, um, in Ashanti region. And they all like knew each other from Ghana and they've all now come and met in England. And it's almost as if like even though they've become more westernized and maybe the way that they dress and obviously now they have a little bit more money or whatever, that's there's there's a sense of Premper. Uh, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> and it's just so uncivilized. And when I say uncivilized, I don't even mean that in connection to the fact that they act very Ghanaian. It's in connection to the fact that they're just trash. Like, how are you how are you just bottom barrel as a man? And you know, even the stinginess and as you said, that whole thing about 
where they will now be calculating um, the weeks that you have to be talking before they make it official, etc., etc., etc. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why when I lived in England, I rarely dated Ghanaian guys. I think the last Ghanaian that I dated in England was in 2012. He asked me to marry him and I said no and that was that. And that was um, the end. Because I just... That was the end because I just could not see a lifetime. That was brutal. You know. Of, sorry to that man. I could not... <laughs> Uh, yeah wherever you are babe like i'm sorry i you know i still dream about your body every now and again because he was he was ripped Mm. like he used to he was a gym rat so i i i think about him every now and again but i just could not do it like the misogyny was just too much okay touched on another one but yeah so i was actually going to say that with that said it's not as if ghanaian men that live in ghana are that much better either they all have their they all have their their bad sides. So I guess I probably have more horror stories about Ghanaian men in Ghana than in England. But that's only because I never really dated Ghanaian men in England. You mm. get. Um, so I think I don't know which one do you want me to tell you. Do you want me to tell you the story about? No, um, I, I want Ghanaians. I want Ghanaians in Ghana because I know the misogyny runs deep. Yeah, that's so. That's yeah, but what, that's what I yeah, but hear. that one I have, but. Yeah, but I want to have two deep stories. So did you want the one where I almost had a baby for a married man? Or do you want the one... Give us all, give us all. Where? Everyone's jaw <laughs> just dropped and said, give us all, AJ, or we bought. Please. <laughs> so can you imagine? That's me. I'm minding my business. I've just moved back to Ghana, right? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm in a new place. And for everybody that has, like, followed the Bugger podcast, you'll probably realize that I moved to Ghana right after a breakup. So, like, what's the best way to get over your old man? Get a new man, right? Straight. Um, exactly. So, you know, me and this guy, we've actually been friends. We had been friends online for quite a while. So when I moved to Ghana, I was like, you know what? This is a perfect situation for me to, you know, get a few orgasms um, out of there. this person because I've known him for a while. Yeah. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it now. Lick it good, suck this pussy just like you should. Right now, lick it good, suck this pussy just like you should. My neck, my back, lick my pussy and my crack. So, you know, we start hooking up, etc., etc., etc. And maybe like two, three months into us regularly shagging, um, this boy comes to my house and we're just chilling after a good, vigorous, you know, session of coitus. And I'm literally like sitting on this boy's lap, like straddling him, looking in his face. And he's like, oh, um, how come you've never asked me whether, you, whether I have a girlfriend? And then I was like, well, when we first reconnected, you spoke to me a lot about your exes. And so as far as like my logic went, if you're talking to me about exes, and the thing is, the timeline too, the way he was speaking about it, one of his exes, his relationship with one of his exes ended not that long before um, me and him reunited or, you know, we whatever rekindled our friendship or whatever so i was like it just made sense that okay you just recently broke up with this girl so you probably don't have another girlfriend right now 
so I say all of this and this boy is just quiet and looking at me and I'm like okay that's when that's when my my brain was like Adra you fuck up Adra you have fucked up so I was like okay do you have a girlfriend and this boy doesn't say anything so obviously because I'm stupid and I'm putting my orgasms above you know common sense I don't brace the question again you know I just leave it at that anyway so like a month after that me I'm just there generally minding my business uh, waiting for you know Aunt Flo to turn up and she's not coming (laughs) I'm looking everywhere I can't find my period like what is going on (laughs) what is happening and so I text this boy and I'm like um, yeah so this is what's going on my period's super late like I know I have irregular periods but recently they've been super regular so the fact that they're off now is worrying me a little bit and I might be pregnant this boy oh God. this boy it just goes left this boy called me back MBM was like oh Adra like this really wouldn't have been a problem except I'm getting married in January. Excuse you? MB. Excuse you? We are we are in July. This boy literally just casually dropped in the middle of my pregnancy scare, dropped it that he's getting are you mad? I will not be shaken, I will not be moved, I will not be lambasted, I will be fine. Yeah, no, you are mad. Your father is mad. Your grandfather is mad. No, so your you, entire you, you generation need to give is... us some explanation. The time that you messaged him, okay. were you and him still like talking, fucking, whatever? Yeah, yeah, we were still hooking up. I think I had seen him maybe the week before, maybe two weeks before that. And he had time to go and find a wife, huh? Sis, oh the girl was the girl was there the entire time. Obviously. No, I know. That's and what then I'm it was saying. only later. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it was only now that he came to tell me that oh you know so then obviously i get pissed off and i like and i like cuss him out and all that kind of stuff and then he basically tries to come around and tell me that technically it's not cheating because oh yeah so then i'm like well we haven't been using protection obviously um and i told you that the only reason that i was because i'm really big on condoms unless i'm pretty certain that we're exclusive and he's like, oh, well, yeah, technically we are exclusive because my girlfriend is Criff, so she's, like, waiting to, for, till marriage to have sex. And I'm like, are you... You're fuck, you, must be, you must be kidding me. You must be fucking kidding me. So because your girlfriend is super Christian and is waiting for marriage, you now decided that a relationship with me is okay because she's not giving you vagina. So what are you saying? Right. Does she know that you're fucking around? Like very nice. I I don't I I don't think she knew. I like I doubt that she knew. Or you know, it might have been one of those situations where, like, she knew that he was getting his fix, but she just didn't ask about it. Oh, damn, Do you get what I'm saying? Worse. So yeah, those are the kind of situations that we also face in this Ghana here. So nowhere cool to be very honest but the next thing i want to like talk about is perhaps do you think that our expectations of romantic relationships are different 
in the different countries so like do people go into relationships expecting different things in London compared to here and I mean this particularly in the Ghanaian community because obviously white people we all know that they, their love is different white people can love as in <laughs> white, white white people can love in a different way okay but specifically with Ghanaians or Africans do you think our expectations are different over there compared to those those that live here um you know what I do think so I think if I'm dating let's say Ghanaian British guys I would expect mm. I'd expect like I think maybe an overall lower level of like establishment in that person but still mm. a great person if, if like I, I don't know I feel like London and Ghana have different standards so what's acceptable in Ghana make like fine for example let's say in the UK a guy cannot drive mm. maybe a girl on 12 will, will be mad but like he cannot drive mm. and get around perfectly fine living his life but in Ghana right. you not driving is like not, not that I wouldn't date because you don't mm. drive but it's like wow you don't drive mm. but how strange like it's Ghana you, you know what I right. mean right is that a good yeah. example I don't know what do you think yeah yeah I think I, I think so it's 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 a decent because especially with driving as well that's a conversation that keeps coming up on the TL as well and honestly speaking it's 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 a big thing because right now I am essentially in a long distance relationship because um, one of my lovers lives in Weja which is in my opinion central region I was going to say so, welcome to the gang and then you said Weja like you need to make sense Weja <laughs> nah babe if you live I already told you people, me, I live in Hachu. If you live anywhere further than Achimota, it's a long distance. <laughs> <laughs> I am telling you right now that it's a long distance. I'm here long so, like, Yes, yeah, it's you there. <laughs> I really don't know how you're doing it because, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so if if that boy didn't have a car i don't know how like all of this would work because i cannot konji cannot catch me at 8 a.m and it's taking you to 10 30 p.m to reach my house oh god because you are now taking connecting because you're now taking connecting uh from wager to malam then you take some from Malam to La Paz. Then you take some from La Paz to, uh, what do you call it, uh, Christian Village. Before you take some from Christian Village to Hachu. But by the time you come, the vagina has dried up. As in? <laughs> it's fully, fully. So I think I totally get what you're saying in terms of that. Because the standard of living and the way we live as well mm-hmm. is different, there will be different expectations. But then do you also think that perhaps... Um, there's more of a uh, what you call it how should I even say this like a casual dating scene in England than there is in in Ghana because something that I often hear is that like people say to me oh you dear oh and that's why you're so like casual about dating when really and truly I don't think that's the reason but yeah I want to hear your opinion first like do you think that um casual dating is more of a London thing or is about the same in both places it's, for me, or maybe it's more of a Ghana thing no for me it's mm. definitely more of a London thing you see Ghanaians in general like mm. we're too uptight so like any small are thing are we though no we are 
and like we we talk too much and we we gossip a lot <laughs> like by we like am i inside i'm already inside wait. but you get me um so i feel like wait, it's harder wait. to like be free and casually talk to people and date people in ghana whereas in the uk right. everyone's free doing their thing like no one's actually too right. into people's business that's how i feel um, to, yeah, to me in Ghana, everyone's like, be careful, Malika. Like, don't go out too much. Like, people will start talking like them ones, you know. Whereas in England, like okay. that's not the case. Like, you go out, you go out. You don't go out, you don't go out. Like the end. Right, right. See, I feel like for me, my experience is the complete opposite. Okay. Cause. I think for me, maybe also because of like the Ghanaian community that I grew up in in general, um, like. And I was talking to uh, about this to someone as well that I grew up in like circles where the Ghanaians are still very Ghanaian. Does that make sense? Like yeah. I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of um, like older um, Ghanaian family members. Cause you know how you have like that auntie who is like your your typical bogger. Like she doesn't care about anything. She practically lives her life like a white woman. Like she's not really bothered. Maybe she's divorced like five times. Those sort of things. And I don't really have people like that in my family. Like in my family, everybody is super conservative. Mm. Even though most of them have lived abroad for like 20, 30 years. And so the circles that I found myself in have all been those circles where like you can't really be doing casual sexing um, like that because people will actually judge you. And even within friendship groups, I kind of found that um, there's a lot of like chatting behind people's backs and yeah, this girl took my man and this one is sleeping with this one. And that, that kind of was, was what I felt like when I went to uni. There was a lot of, you know, cattiness and you know all that kind of stuff because this one was sleeping with this one this one is sleeping with this this one's ex and so even though you know england might seem like it's a more open place in terms of like our perception of dating um there is still a lot of this african mentality in our communities because i think our parents for some of us anyway our parents took that with them and sort of instilled that in us and I also know that like my mom growing up she would always say or my auntie's brother would always say that oh like you're not like the, the white girls like you can't be doing oh you know I brought four dear. they can be doing, doing those things but you can't do those things sort of thing whereas I feel like in Ghana <clears throat> even though technically we are a bit uptight I also think that our generation coming up is giving less and less of a shit what anybody else thinks and so as long as you can get over the fact that Accra is small I think it's much much easier to get away with being a little bit of a slut in Accra um, as long as I guess your parents don't find out like I don't have a single friend in this Accra who would judge me if I told them that I have three boy boyfriends. Whereas in England, most of my, you know, Ghanaian, Ghanaian girlfriends would be like, huh? Like, what kind of hoish behavior yeah, is that? See, like, you're, out I, you're chilling with the Christians. Me, G, Like, 
I feel like in the UK, anyone I know would be like, yeah, bet, like, do you? Whereas in Ghana, they'd be like, really? Yeah. Whereas in Ghana, it'd be like, hey, yeah. Like, which friendship group are they in? Like, make sure that, like, them, I don't know. Okay, maybe, maybe it's, I think maybe because, like, our friendship groups are different in different places. So maybe True. you in Ghana have more of a Christian, sort of, like, have more Christians around you. Whereas I had more of that when I was in England. Mm. And so, now it's just like like I don't really have a Christian community at all because I don't go to church anymore and so I am (laughs) right I most of my most of my friends are you know come with zero judgment and I also found that I've made a lot of friends with my Eskimo sisters so you know people who have slept with people that I've slept with and that's worked out very well you know, we have our little community going on. Okay. And every now and again, we, we share notes. Yeah, let me in. <laughs> let me in. <laughs> if you don't mind, me, I don't mind. Me, I don't mind, you know, passing on recommendations of, you know, some of the amazing penises that I've had in this. Yeah, let me know. So yeah. I can send them on to my friends Christmas so you know they're coming. <laughs> Yeah, 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 no worries, no worries. We'll, we'll, we'll have a discussion offline, yeah? Um, <laughs> but, okay, so the last thing I want us to discuss is what do you think would make um, dating in either country um, easier or more relaxed? Because I feel like there is a lot of pressure to sort of, like, get it right, and that's for both places. Because mm-hmm. even, even with, like, casual dating... Um, even in England as well I think there's also this thing where how do I even say this um, like there's this idea that if you're, if you're dating casually like you should have zero expectations from your partner and like whatever you get just take it like that in it whatever you see you take it sort of thing um, and I think a lot of people are also finding it difficult to navigate the idea of okay I'm sleeping with somebody continuously for six months okay I have said I don't want a committed relationship but then also I don't want to be treated like shit you go what I'm saying and there are ways to navigate these sort of things but I think with with UK and Casano UK black kids we like to give things rules and make it seem as if that's it that's law like that's what everybody has to do and if you deviate out of that um you know it's a bit it's a bit weird but exactly but then again that might just be my experience as we've seen our experience from like london is different so what do you think could change in terms of how we see dating or how we see sex and sexual relations in both countries to make it easier for us to navigate Like, trying to try and to act like I'm not interested when I actually am. 
just because like that's right. kind of the vibe like no you can be like you know what like mm. this is not let me not I'm leaving like I don't want to trust myself and that's something that I mm. say like let's not be afraid to do more of that yeah yeah I totally feel you because like again this my this my long distance bobo absolutely and truly adores me and I love it. Me, I already told him that he's caught feelings. He doesn't want to admit it. But babe, if you're listening, and I know you listen. Of course. You know you love me. You know you love me. Just admit it. Just admit it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like I think, yeah, I totally agree because I probably have been able to sort of like navigate that um, for myself where I do have casual relationships. But... I make sure that people understand that casual to me doesn't mean like totally without emotions. Mm. And I think that's something that people need to understand. But also, yes, definitely people minding their motherfucking business. Look, if you see me outside and you see me sucking on somebody's bottom lip, can you mind your business, please? And if you see me standing there supporting her, mind your business. Honestly, honestly, if you see me with Adam today and you see me with Joe tomorrow at 5 p.m. and you see me with uh, Eric tomorrow at 8 p.m., please mind your business. Okay. <laughs> if my vagina is not tired, I don't know why you want to be tired for my vagina. I don't understand. Don't go and report me to anybody. I am warning you now. Me, I'll insult you. Okay. Don't do it. Everybody should just mind their own business. Um... Yeah, 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 Charlie. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Is there anything else you want to add, Malika, about dating in Ghana or dating in the UK? Yeah, like, I'm wishing y'all good luck. Right now, I've left the jungle, and I, 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 re- <laughs> I really don't want to come back, so I wish those there. Oh, I see, I wish you good luck. You actually might. <laughs> no, we will be praying. We'll be doing prayer and fasting because I am ready for that. Is your boyfriend Yoruba or Ibo? Or anything else? Yoruba. Oh, I mean, I waited for that Yoruba wedding because me, I'm ready to come in my baby leaves. Okay, my gay, my gele will be from here to Tema. Do not joke with me. I am not playing. I am ready. Since I won't have my own Nigerian wedding, I am coming to display at your own. So don't slack. MB, I'm begging you. MB's boyfriend, if you are listening, you beg, eh? We beg. We know she's mad, and you know sometimes the the attitude might be there, small, small. But you just take her like that, okay? Please, if anything, come and report it. <laughs> come come and report it to Auntie O'Connor. Don't worry, I'll discipline her for you. But um, yeah, I think that's it for this episode. Um, I think it was a you know a good discussion about you know relationship dynamics in Ghana. And in the UK, if you have anything else to add, you know, you can go and follow us on our uh, social media um, thingamajiggies. So it's at the Bogapod on Twitter and the Bogapod on IG. Tell us what you think. There'll probably be a poll that you can vote in as well when we post this. So, um, yeah, till then. Thank you to Kwame Asante, our producer. And I love you, Asante. Sorry. <laughs> and to GCR as well for having us on their platforms bye
Clap some fire, girl some fleek Send me location, I pull up in three Ice break, can't you see? All the real niggas, they, they fuck with me Don't stop when they piling Foul base, I'm nickel far from me Looking for a girl who go stand by me I just need a girl, I go confiding So turn on the lights I'm looking for a boo I just want to put my hands on someone's daughter too So turn on the lights Coast Report Production.